is Allison Warner, and I'm the chief editor of Orthodontic Products. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of In the Sterilization Room with Jackie, where we talk to infection prevention expert Jackie Dorse about what you need to know about to keep the orthodontic team and patients safe during the COVID-19 pandemic and beyond, and hopefully we're coming up on beyond. Uh, for over 30 years, Jackie has been a consultant specializing in instrument sterilization and infection control and prevention in the dental setting. She has degrees in microbiology and dental hygiene and has been a featured speaker at the American Dental Association and the American Association of Orthodontists. Uh, Jackie, it's great to be back with you. Thank you, Allison. Uh, it's good to be back on Orthodontic Products video and podcast now. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is part of our new podcast uh, program. So you can find us now on uh, the MedCore podcast channel, but we'll still be on YouTube and on our website. And so you can listen to us as either video or audio. So... Jackie, today we wanted to take a little bit of a move away from the pandemic for a little bit, like we said, hopefully we're moving a little bit beyond, um, and kind of return to the nuts and bolts of, you know, the sterilization room. So during the pandemic, we've been so focused on respiratory protection and those N95 respirators and disinfectants and checking patients for symptoms that maybe practices have let their attention lapse when it comes to other standard OSHA safety laws for the orthodontic practice. So what are we talking about here when we talk about those standard OSHA safety laws? Well, you know, Allison, I, I proposed the topic to you today because I did a training session for a relatively new orthodontic practice last mm, week. Okay. Um, they've, they've opened their doors a year ago. Mm -hmm. And of course, they've been busy uh, getting all the systems in place and um, even working with a consultant on, uh, you know, training the treatment coordinator mm -hmm. and their marketing programs. And, and as the practice grew, they're hiring more employees. And the doctor contacted me and he said, I know I need to get these OSHA systems into place. Can you help me? And of course I said, yes. So we agreed to print out their custom OSHA manuals for them and then have a two hour training session for his three employees that he has. So, you know, it's, it's a relatively new practice. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, as I was putting it together, I thought, well, it would be good if we had photos from his office of the basic OSHA safety things and that's where a couple of things came up that I go, ooh, he didn't know about this. And it was basic. OSHA inspectors, when they come in, they're industrial hygienists. So they're okay. going to look at overall safety that under the OSHA law comes under the general duty clause and emergency okay. preparedness. Mm -hmm. So uh, those were the things that I, I sent him a list and said, would you take a couple of photos and I'll put these into the PowerPoint. Okay. So let's break this down. What are the four components we're going to talk about today? Well, fire extinguishers, number one. Any <laughs> okay. OSHA inspector that comes in is going to look, do you have a fire extinguisher? Mm -hmm. And then number two is going to be, do you have a first aid kit? Mm -hmm. And number three is going to be, if you have chemicals, do you have an eye wash stationed around? So I, as again, those, if an OSHA inspector's there, or if they're reviewing safety, uh, inspectors are gonna look at those common safety measures. And do you have all of the record keeping and an OSHA manual and training for employees? So okay. that was the photos I requested at, right. uh, as I was putting everything together for this ortho practice. Okay. And then I know in us talking, I know there's actually a fourth component, but it's only for certain states. Can you talk about that aspect? 
That's right. We'll talk about uh, AED machines. Well, and we can go ahead and, and review that now. The AED or uh, defibrilla defibrillator doesn't really come under OSHA requirements, right. but it's sort of in that same safety category of fire extinguishers, eye wash stations, and mm -hmm. first aid kits. And mm -hmm. some states do require it. I happen to be located in Florida. Mm -hmm. And Florida, the um, uh, Dental Practice Act requires that all dental offices have an AED. So it will vary uh, from state to state. Usually it's uh, enforced uh, by the dental board, okay. but it may come under one of the other health as agencies. So I think offices, if they want to know whether they need to have that AED machine, can contact either their dental board or their state dental association orthodontic association they should let them know that but okay. um let's let's go back to the very first yeah. element of this so that fire extinguisher extinguisher uh, what are the requirements there what where should this be located etc yeah well, OSHA says that you should have a fire extinguisher and uh, in the office, and it should be easily accessible. The employees should have training on it and know how to operate it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I noticed once the office sent me the photos, I enlarged the image, and I was able to see on these little yellow tags, it may be mm -hmm. yellow or, or green, that it has an inspection date. Mm. Fire extinguishers, you know, they can lose com the compression, compressed air in them, or maybe the chemical is no longer active. So mm. fire extinguishers really should be inspected by the company that provides them on an annual basis. And I noticed that it had been over a year when mm -hmm. I looked closely at that tag, so mm. that since it had been inspected. And the doctor, since all this information was relatively new to them, he said, well, do we get the fire department to come in and inspect it? Mm -hmm. And I said, no, 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 no. Look <laughs> at the name on the tag of the company that provided it to you, yeah. and then you schedule them to come to your office and inspect it. Now, I have had in some states, uh, the office would pick up their fire extinguishers and they would take them over to the fire department and the fire mm -hmm. department for a 10 or $15 fee will inspect them and, oh, and okay. go ahead and, and stamp that tag and you know you've had your annual inspection on it. Okay. And okay. then the other part is, Everybody in the office should know how to use a fire extinguisher ah, yes. and know where it's located. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we went through the training on this is the lever that you use to release it from the mount where it's mounted mm -hmm. on the wall. And all mm -hmm. fire extinguishers should be mounted on the wall at a level that the shortest employee can access them. You don't want oh, them too high or <laughs> yeah. too low. Yeah. yeah. Um, you need a sign over it that says, hey, this is where the fire extinguisher is located. And then all fire extinguishers have a safety device that I lightly call a hand grenade pin. <laughs> it looks like a little metal ring or a pin, and it's the safety. And once you pull that pin out, then it releases the fire extinguisher to activate it. Okay. So the, the nozzle or the, the tube or the hose, whatever you call it, you mm -hmm. need to point that at the base of the fire away from you. And once you've pulled out that security or safety pin, now you can squeeze the trigger and it will release the propellant to come out and put out of the fire. Okay. So the risk of a fire in an orthodontic practice is really small, but mm -hmm. we need to know where that fire extinguisher is and yeah. how to use it. Usually it's going to be the coffee pot or perhaps even in a, a, a patient's car in the parking lot that oh. we might need to reuse the fire extinguisher <laughs> right. for. Okay, okay. 
Okay, great. So moving on, let's talk about those first aid kits. What are the requirements there? Anything practices should really be focused in on? Yeah, all employers must provide an, a first aid kit for the employees. So don't get it confused. This is not that big black medical emergency box in it that has uh, epinephrine and all of the other uh, pharmaceuticals and safety okay. that you would need if a patient had okay. went into anaphylactic shock. But this is just a basic first aid kit that has band-aids and antiseptic cream and just like you would possibly have at home or maybe even keep one in your car. Okay. And uh, But just like the fire extinguisher, it should be inspected on a regular basis to make mm -hmm. certain that supplies have been replenished in that. Um, I would recommend inspecting it maybe on a monthly basis, depending mm -hmm. on how frequently the items are used. And you know, the employees need to know where it's located. So a sign, if it's stored in a drawer or in a cabinet, mm -hmm. we need mm -hmm. to put, hey, a, a green, it's usually green and white sign that says first aid kit stored here uh, on the outside of the cabinet or door. And then as like this new orthodontic office, as they're hiring new employees, everybody could readily see where that first aid mm -hmm. kit is. And that's also a good location to store that AED machine also oh. if they have one either yeah. have it mounted on the wall where everybody can mm -hmm. readily see where it is or if mm -hmm. it's in a cabinet or a drawer they need to have the sign on the outside of it uh, identifying it oh, okay great okay now the eye wash station um what what does this involve because <laughs> i know we've talked a little bit and it's kind of there's a lot to know here <laughs> It, it's more complex than you would think. Everybody is. <laughs> is familiar. Yeah, they familiar. You know, the frequently uh, orthodontic practices have had that eye wash station that's attached to a faucet mm -hmm. in the sterilization room or in the laboratory, and everybody knows it's there, and it's got these little red or green plastic caps that go over it, and you look at it so frequently that you don't even see it anymore. Right. Well, okay. really... Eye wash stations are really important if you get chemicals splashed into your eyes, mm -hmm. uh, such as the cold sterilization solution can be extremely toxic and damaging to eyes. Mm -hmm. And maybe somebody drops items into that cold sterile and doesn't have their safety glasses on at the time and the solution okay. splashes up into their eyes. And mm -hmm. um, one of the, the more uh, hazardous chemicals that we use in an orthodontic office is etch. Etch is 35 uh, yeah. to 37% phosphoric acid. Mm. And, uh, you know, sometimes ortho offices have even bought large dispensers of that and refill syringes uh, with it oh. as an economy measure. And okay. those syringes can get clogged. Yeah. And say you're setting up for a bonding procedure and laying everything out and the assistant tests the syringe and maybe it's got a clump or a lump in there and mm. uses a little more foot forced to push that etch out and if he or she doesn't have on their safety glasses that could be another potential yeah. chemical injury yeah well the eye wash station for rinsing the eyes out should uh, be capable of delivering tepid water not okay. too cold not too hot mm -hmm. for 15 minutes okay. at a gentle water pressure to rinse out the employee's eyes. So you don't want to um, have an eye wash station on, on a faucet that maybe has a single lever faaucet that mm -hmm. could accidentally be pushed to the hot side. Oh, yeah. And it okay. would deliver hot I water. See. 
Or like in the wintertime, if you're in a really cold area, Mm -hmm. uh, that water coming out of the faucet can be icy cold. So um, there is actually an an, uh, ANSI standard, the American National Standards Institute, Mm -hmm. standard for eyewash stations that is referred to as the Z358.1. And in that standard, it states that uh, the eyewash station should be a single action. That means that you just have one lever that you either push or pull to activate it, Mm -hmm. and that it will deliver water in the temperature range of 60 to 100 degrees Fahrenheit for that 15 minutes, and that it's a gentle flow that will deliver 0.4 gallons per minute not greater than 30 psi or pounds per square inch so pretty specific range with it now yeah yeah, most offices have not uh installed a a separate eyewash station uh, which would have to have separate plumbing going to it Uh, i know there's one state south carolina that has a state osha compliance system and in south carolina that is required Mm, okay. uh, that you have a separately plumbed eyewash station that meets okay. this ANSI 358 standard, okay. Z358 standard. So you really standard. need to know what your state but, also requires. So Exactly, because, you know, if we have 26 states in the United States that have their own OSHA state compliance right. system, mm-hmm. yeah. such as you're in California, so you have yeah. Cal-OSHA there. Right. In Tennessee, they have TOSHA. Uh, right. So there are a number of the states. In Washington State, they have WISHA. Uh, that does their OSHA state compliance with it. So it can vary a little bit from state to state, but then the other 24 states have uh, used the federal standard. Okay. as uh, with the, with it. So I think we'll see as they're in the future, as maybe OSHA inspectors are coming in and doing more inspections, mm-hmm. that um, they may look more closely at this uh, ANSI standard and require that for offices that do have uh, hazardous chemicals that they might need to use an eyewash station for. So over the, during the pandemic, we've been, as you said, so focused <laughs> on those N95 respirators and fit testing and testing for COVID, are you positive, Mm -hmm. are you negative, that some of these routine safety measures have been overlooked. So I'd encourage orthodontic offices to revisit them. OSHA Mm -hmm. does have uh, in place for the next couple of years what is referred to as their National Emphasis Program. Uh, OSHA is hiring more inspectors nationwide uh, as uh, the pandemic subsides and they're getting out to do more in-office inspections and at the top of the priority on that National Emphasis Program is workplaces where employees can be exposed to um, COVID-19 and with the new uh, with the in respiratory protection standard, but don't forget the basics of safety. Mm-hmm. That right. first aid kit, fire extinguisher, <laughs> and eye wash station, Definitely. and make certain that they're working. And I, I would encourage you to uh, offices to put on their testing schedule that they test their eye wash station at mm-hmm. least once a month to make sure that water's still flowing from it. I know when I attended another uh, safety conference with mm-hmm. OSAP, uh, it was recommended by the speaker there that uh, Iowa stations should really be tested at least once a week to okay. validate that they were working and to flush any stagnant water out of them uh, okay. to make certain that healthy water was going through them. So a little bit complex, but easy <laughs> to manage when you have all the right information. Exactly. Well, thank you, Jackie, for breaking this down for all of our viewers. And check back soon for the next episode of In the Sterilization Room with Jackie. In the meantime, to catch up on past episodes or check out the latest orthodontic industry news, visit our website at orthodontproductsonline.com. Until next time, take care and stay safe.